Welcome to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jelliff Russell, author, speaker, and entrepreneur, bringing you actionable ideas and interviews with awesome women to help you pursue your dreams and achieve your goals. You can find more episodes of the Go Find Out Podcast by visiting gofindoutpodcast.com. Enjoy the show and go find out. Welcome to the Go Find Out Podcast, episode number two. On today's show, I'll be interviewing Becky Coward, who is one half of the podcast hosting team for the Unqualified Life Coaches. We focus on her Go Find Out moment of starting her podcast, as well as the ups and downs of podcasting in general. Many podcasts fizzle out after the first few episodes, but the Unqualified Life Coaches is still going strong and just released their 63rd episode last week. Hopefully one day I'll be able to announce the 63rd episode of the Go Find Out podcast someday. On to my own personal Go Find Out update. This week, I've been making some final editing passes on Bite Me, which is the sequel to my Vampire Hunter series. The first book is called Suck It, um, and I keep that under my pen name, J.J. Russell, if you're interested. Um, I'm really hoping to actually send some advanced reader copies or ARCs to some beta readers before publishing. So hopefully I will have those ARCs ready next week to send out, which is very exciting. I'm also getting everything squared away to launch this podcast. Woohoo! Um, I've been setting up the, the website on Podbean, so a little bit of learning there. Um, I've used Wix before to set up a website, and I, um, for my author website, I use uh, WordPress, which has been very interesting. Definitely a learning curve there, um, but the Podbean website is quite a bit different as well, so um, it's going to be pretty basic initially, I think. This week um, and last week, I've also been learning how to use the free software Audacity for editing these audio files. So I've been learning a lot about volume and editing and finding a a quiet space, um, which is always interesting when you have barking dogs and live right on a highway um, with loud traffic. Um, So yes, uh, definitely a learning curve there on editing out noise and learning how to add music intros and all that fun type jazz. But my big go find out this week has been asking people to come on the show as guests. So here's the thing. Doing a podcast is not really like writing a book, right? When I write a book, I'm primarily doing that by myself. And I only say, oh, I'm writing a book about a vampire hunter, or I'm writing a book about how to find a job, or, you know, the job search process. Um, When I'm in the process of writing, that's kind of all I say about the book at the time. I don't really give out details, especially not until at least the first draft is done, because you you don't really want people's responses or criticism to necessarily affect the book as you're writing it again at least in the first draft and then the second draft you know then um, you can get a little bit more input on it now with podcasting though it's not like that right Um, you kind of really you can't you can keep the idea to yourself initially but if your podcast is going to have guests who you're going to interview, then you kind of have to explain the podcast first to those potential uh, guests so that they will agree to come on your show. So it's been very interesting to try to explain the show, which is one of the reasons I built the website. So it looks a little bit more official. Um, Obviously, this time that I'm recording, um, which is June 1st, by the way, I don't yet have any of the shows or the episodes launched because I want to be able to record at least three to four of them and launch them at the same time. 
um, so that you guys have some things to listen to before I publish the next episode. Um, And I plan to do weekly episodes. So it's been very interesting to try to share what the podcast is about, again, without having some examples for those listeners, excuse me, for those potential guests to listen to before they agree to come on. You know, the process of sharing any new idea or goal or, or really endeavor is daunting, right? You have to put yourself out there. Um, you have to really kind of open yourself up to constru- or to criticism, hopefully constructive criticism, but sometimes not, right, before you've even gotten started on that project. And then you have to deal with the potential for negative Nellies who, you know, they, they might mean well, but their non-support really still stings, So today I wanted to kind of share one of the best methods that I've used to deal with this fear of discussing ideas or goals with others. And, you know, I've I've really kind of implemented that even with this podcast. Um, So first, you know, I look up and read everything that I can. Um, So lots and lots of research on my own to make sure that when I do share my goal or my endeavor, I'm going to have at least some information and and be, you know, at least somewhat educated on the topic so that when people ask me questions, I'll have an answer instead of feeling really silly or stupid, you know, when they ask a question that I can't answer. Secondly, I tend to only initially share with people who I know will be supportive. I probably, I have a close group of friends that I know I could be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. And, and you know, I know they'll be like, oh, that sounds amazing. You know, and they'll be very supportive of it. Um, and they'll have suggestions. Maybe they'll have um, some ideas of where I could start researching as opposed to, you know, doing the, well, have you thought about this? Um, well, what about this thing? Have you thought about this? Um, did you know that this many podcasts fail? Rather than talking to people who are going to be a bit negative, again, thinking that they're being supportive. Um, and that kind of brings me much to my third point. Avoid those who you know are only going to give you a negative feedback reaction regarding your plan. You know who they are. You can be great friends with them. Um, you know, maybe they're your family, but you know who those people are in your life that when you tell them an idea, they're going to not necessarily knock it down, though they might do that. So definitely avoid people who are, you know, are going to do that. Um, but those people who call themselves realists and they shoot you shoot down your dream kind of with a smile (laughs) all the while thinking how great a friend they're being to you because they think that that's supportive so really instead focus on those telling those friends or sharing your new ideas with those friends who you know will be supportive who you know will you know have your back and maybe will ask you after you've told them they'll ask you a couple weeks later hey how's that going um and not in a, how's that going, You're right? Because there's a different, there's a different kind of tone there. Um, so really avoid those friends who are not going to be supportive. And kind of a side note here, if you recognize that you are that unsupportive friend, right? If you realize, oh, I guess I do that to people when they tell me new things or when they tell me a new goal that they have, then maybe reconsider how you respond when your friend tells you about their new goal. You know, you could be supportive without pretending that everything is is rainbows and puppy dogs. Um, You know, you don't have to try to be somebody else. You can be supportive without being fake. And you don't have to be, quote unquote, the realist who wants to make sure that their friend is being real about this goal that they have. You know, you you don't have to do that. Um, You can be supportive in other ways. Um, Again, by maybe pointing them to resources for their goal. Like that's a really great way to be supportive. So to recap, if you have a new goal, before you start shouting about it from the rooftops, do your research on that goal and share it with close friends who will be supportive. 
If you struggle to find a voice of support, feel free to tweet me at the GFO podcast. I'd love to hear about your goals. All right, now on to the interview. Today, I'm here with Becky Coward, and we're going to be focusing on her Go Find Out experience of starting a podcast. Welcome to the show, Becky. Hi, thank you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. So I am a personal trainer. I have been personal training for close to 20 years. And yeah, long, long time. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I really love it. I honestly, I can't imagine what else I would do with my life. Um, So I I enjoy that. And then um, I have two kids and right now I'm doing Zoom training. So that's been interesting and like live classes. But um, I teach spin. I do personal training, primarily personal training. And um, yeah, I like to run, hike, read books, stuff like that. Nice. So what's what's the name of your um, personal training like company. So, okay. So I am now on my own. So, uh, I'm be fit now. So my website's befit.store Cause I could, there was befit.com was taken. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, I'm be fit. And I recently just went out on my own as of January, which is turns out wasn't a great time to do. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know, do you find that, have you found at all that it has maybe opened you up for, more potential clients because now you're doing more virtual. And so anybody from anywhere could potentially join your classes as opposed to in person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People that have been saying, I want to, I wish I could train with you, but you know, I'm in, you know, Minnesota or whatever. Now they can take my classes. It has been really fun doing the live classes where people from all over can get in with the zoom training. I'm still just training the clients that I had right before, um, the quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I haven't branched out to, actually, that's not true. That is not true. There is someone who was a little too far away. She's still in Maryland, but she's in Montgomery County and, and I'm in Anne Arundel County. So it's like an over an hour away. And she used to be my client. And so once this happened, she did reach out and was like, Hey, can we, you know, do a zoom, do zoom training. And the other thing I will tell you about the zoom training is that every single person that I've started training via zoom has been very kind of tentative about it at first, like not sure they're going to like it. Didn't want to buy a package was like, can I do a couple and see how it is before I invest. And then first session you, you get like halfway through and they're like, Oh, this is great. I like this. And I've, good. yeah, I've even had a couple of people are like, I, I want to keep doing it this way, even if, you know, once gyms open. So that's been interesting. It has been an interesting transition and adaption, adaptation, whatever the word is. That's awesome. And I, I think it's cool that it, it has kind of shown you an, op, an opportunity really to um, capture other clients. And um, you said you're going to keep doing it right after the um, after everything opens back up. Yeah, it's really convenient. The commute is great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay. So sorry. I, I'm always excited about the, the workouts and training. And I, I did actually attend one of your classes, um, which was kicked my butt, but man, it was, it was really awesome and super fun too. So, good. I'm so um, glad. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll get focused on you starting a podcast. So, okay. So you have been a personal trainer for 20 years and then decided to, pot, to start a podcast. What, what made you want to start one? So I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts all of the time. You know, anytime I'm can, can, I am pretty much. And of course, I think like everyone who listens to podcasts, as I listen, I'm like, I could do this. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I actually, people ask my advice a lot 
because I'm a personal trainer. I mean, I, seriously, I can't go to a party and tell people I'm a personal trainer without having them give me their entire exercise history and tell me what they ate in the last 24 <laughs> hours. So I'm like, well, people do seem to want my opinion. And I have been doing this for a really long time. And so I, you know, I honestly, I wasn't sure when I was originally thinking I could have a podcast. I wasn't thinking about it in terms of that. But then my then coworker, Emily Routon, she one day just kind of approached me and was, you know, we would always share podcasts that we like, you know, especially like fitness podcasts. And she was like, I kind of think we should do a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, had been wanting to do one. And I was like, wait, what do you say? Do you want to? Do you want to do it with me? And she's like, I mean, I think it would be fun. And so we started talking about, um, you know, the things that, cause we are always, you know, she and I were working together and we worked very closely together. So I knew her clients, she knew my clients and we would bounce stuff off of each other because everyone's going through the same shit. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. And it just looks different. It looks a little bit different, you know, whether you're a 50 year old man or a 20 year old female, but it's still the same shit. We all are dealing with insecurities and not knowing how to handle, you know, what do I eat? How do I work out? But beyond that, you know, deeper stuff, bigger life stuff, but we generally all are really kind of doing the same shit. And so as she and I would talk about our clients and the things we go through, we realize how often we're dealing with the same things. We're giving the same advice We're, you know, it kind of comes at us in different forms, but it's the same idea. And so we were like, I think people need to understand that you think you're alone in whatever you're going through, but you're not. And Mm. it makes you feel seen when you realize that you're not the only one that, that feels this way or has this question or has, is going through this setback or whatever it is. So we decided that that's what we wanted to talk about. So we wanted to talk about fitness and nutrition, but then also mindset. So once you guys were kind of like, okay, let's do this. Let's start this podcast. Did you like jump right into it or did it take like some time to start recording? Or um, I know for me, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. And then I absolutely sat on it for quite some time before I was like brave enough to do it. Yeah. So did it take you guys some time? Well, I will say, um, I think having another person in this with me made me act. If I'd just been doing this on my own, it would have been something I just talked about. And I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger, but I do think we, we did, we decided that we wanted to do it. We were both on board and then relatively quickly, we really got it going. We started doing the research about, you know, how do I do this? And it looked online. It looked so fucking easy, (laughs) but nothing with me is easy. Um, but yeah, we, we took the time to get like four or five episodes recorded. And then in the meantime, I was doing all the stuff trying, you know, you got to get a logo and you got to mm-hmm. um, get a theme song and, you know, you, I, you don't have to, I guess, but you know, you got to do all these things. There's, you know, all the setup stuff. Yeah. And so we were working on all that stuff and yeah. So I would say we probably, I can't remember exactly, but I want to say we decided in like late October that we wanted to do it, started recording in like late November and then had it, we released on in January. So it felt pretty quick. Yeah. I, th- I think when you're going through it, it definitely feels, feels pretty fast. I'm, I'm definitely recording a few um, episodes for this podcast, you know, before I release like four or five at the same time. Um, and I feel like it's taking forever, but it, then when I'm actually editing, it, it goes pretty quickly. Yeah. 
did you did you guys or did you um, have any fears about starting the podcast? Oh yeah, of course. You know, you're like, does anybody actually give a shit what I have to say? Do <laughs> I have anything to say? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely. You know, I was like, are people gonna? You know, then that the biggest fear. Your big. I don't know. I think my biggest fear is always like, are people gonna show up? Are they actually gonna listen? Am I just gonna put this out into the universe and then nobody cares and I failed and I people are making fun of me or whatever? I don't. Whatever the things you worry about are. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I I would assume that that's something that is a fear you might have even with your personal training business, right? Is like, okay, I'm going to start this. And are people going to sign up for this? Like, how am I going to get this out there and market it? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's my biggest fear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I totally, I totally hear you. I think I, like you were saying, a lot of people experience the same stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'm experiencing that too with this podcast too. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so your podcast, which is called Unqualified Life Coaches, right? Yep. You were like, let's do it. Let's start it. Did you tell people about starting it? And if so, did you have any like negative responses from people or any negative Nancy's out there? So we were telling people, um, and I will say... <laughs> It wasn't a lot of negative feedback. There was some. It was confusion. Uh, people still, I mean, still to this day, don't necessarily know what a podcast is. Right. What's a so, podcast? How do I find that? Where is right, it? Yeah. Right. Like where I can, where can I see your podcast? And I'm like, no, you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of that. Um, I did. I have a an outstanding memory. I was telling one of my friends. Um, you know, that we were going to do it. And it's always kind of your tentative when you're telling somebody because it feels a little um, presumptuous, I guess, that anybody does want to listen to you. Yeah. And I was telling one of my friends, you know, that I was going to do this. And she's like, wait, what are you doing? And I was telling her and she's like, why would I listen? Why would anybody listen to that? And oh. I was like, thanks, buddy. Oh, I don't, I guess you wouldn't. <laughs> I guess not. So she is not your target market. All right, then. She's not yeah. my target market. No, no. <laughs> but I will say, I think more than the negative, we did have overwhelming support and, and and surprising support. Like people that are just like die hard, believe in us. And <laughs> so it's been, I would say overall, the the reaction has been positive and more confused than negative. Like <laughs> positive, confused, and just tiny negative. And I do get like some negative feedback here and there. Um, we did get a negative review Oh. Yeah. And it, it did like I was like, well, F you, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> but you should try to learn from these things. But her yeah, her complaint with the with the podcast, I think, was that it was conversational and she didn't like that. So I, oh. I mean, we can't really change that. That's what the no. podcast is. I was going to say, like, that is the format of your podcast. So she should maybe just move on. The, pos- yeah. the, the her, Your podcast is not for her. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and I, like I was when I was reading it, I was like, OK, so she doesn't like this type of podcast. So if I come across a podcast that I don't like, I don't write a bad review. I just don't listen to it. But so, yeah, I mean, you're going to get it. And if we had more listeners, we would have more negative. You know, I mean, the bigger you get, the more negative you're going to get. But I will say we haven't. And I have had some negative feedback here and there. But I would I would call it more constructive criticism because it's it, it's people that listen and are like, oh, hey, you know, this. And even like my husband has been like, he was listening and he was like, okay, so you guys are kind of doing this and I don't really know about that. And, you know, I appreciate that because you're listening and you care enough to, to come to me with it. So now you guys are on episode 63 now, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. And actually it's more than 63 because some of the interviews I didn't number, or actually most of the time I don't number the interviews. We've only done, let's say, 
I want to say like six or seven interviews. So it's, it's probably more like 70. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so crazy. I know. That's awesome. So 63 episodes, what would you say has been the biggest challenge um, to kind of start and host the podcast? Okay. The biggest challenge to start. Well, the biggest challenge it was the IT, just like getting it up. Like I am cursed with computers and somehow I'm the one doing this. I think it's because I had the, the Mac. So maybe, maybe she's younger. She should do this IT stuff. And I like today. Okay, for instance, today I'm trying to get my laptop up to do this interview, and it just won't even. It just won't do it. This is not a normal problem because my daughter uses this laptop every day. I'm like, does this do this to you? She's like, no. Never. It's just you. It's just me. <laughs> I was just trying to get it started. I couldn't have done anything wrong. So it was a lot of weird stuff that happened along the way. Um, I do kind of have a relatively old laptop, but I, you know, things that were happening to me trying to get it started, mm-hmm. I would be calling IT and they'd be like, I've never, I don't even know what to do about this. I've never seen this happen. I'm like, right. I know. So I would say for me, that was the biggest challenge. But what I did learn from that is that whatever you need to, and probably a lot of you already know this, but whatever you need to know how to do, you can go on YouTube. It's there. Whatever you need to know how to do. If you want to learn how to knit, go to YouTube. If you want to get a podcast started, go on YouTube. Um, But in terms of, I would say at this point, Mm -hmm. our challenge is coming up with fresh topics. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Especially like we were saying, it's a more conversational podcast. So yeah. um, unless you're having interview interviewees come on, it, it would be tricky to kind of come up with that. Yeah. So we because we do cycle through fitness, nutrition, mindset, we mm-hmm. do have, you know, a lot to pull from, but it's just a matter of like thinking of something and 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 knowing if we have something relevant to say. Mm, I gotcha. And not necessarily rehashing something you've already talked about. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. And do you um what's the word crowd source? There we go. Um, for like topics from your, um, listeners. Uh, we try, we do, we try. Um, we actually just, we were just doing that and we got some really good suggestions and I'm always asking my friends who listen, I'm like, what, you got anything, you got anything? And I do get some great suggestions. So yeah, I am always open because what we want to talk about are the things that people are going through. So typically we're drawing from our own lives um, or, you know, something directly related to like a client, so that's why we do we do love to to get input from people that are listening because if you're going through it the chances are a lot of other people are too. So we we do want to know but it, you know I might not particularly be going through that right now or maybe never have experienced that in my life. So mm-hmm. I would need the suggestion and then once you say it I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've seen this happen or I had a friend that went through that, you know, or whatever." It's okay. Now, so for any listeners out there who are interested in starting a podcast, what advice would you give them? So I would say the biggest key to, I think, what not even what I'm doing, but what I like is being authentic. If you're doing, if you're being your authentic self and doing what feels right to you, it'll, it comes through. People feel it. And I mm. will say I've had people say that to me, you know, like people that I'm not around you know, often, you know, when they listen to my podcast, they'll be like, Oh, I just feel like I just talked to you. And that's a huge compliment to me because I'm like, okay, that means I'm really being myself on the podcast. That's really cool. Yeah. If you're being yourself and doing what feels right to you and not doing what you think people want, because Mm -hmm. you don't know what people want. You have no idea what they want is you to be you. So you can never play to that. You have to just do what feels right to you and, 
and yeah, I would say be as authentic as you can. I think that's great advice. I I definitely did the, do I need to have a different voice for my podcast? Do I, you know, try to have just my normal voice? Do I curse? You know, do I try to like please everybody and not curse on my podcast? But yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely trying to take your advice of just be myself and, you know, people who are interested will listen and, you know, those that can't can just go away and, and listen to something else. Yeah, exactly. Not everyone for everyone, you know? Yes, that's true. So, uh, Becky, where can people find you and your podcast at? So, we are the Unqualified Life Coaches. So, make sure you have the, the, the Unqualified Life Coaches. Um, we are on Apple, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, on TuneIn, in Spotify? Yeah, we're on Spotify. Um, and then our website is theunqualifiedlifecoaches.com. I did get a .com for that. Nice. Um, and we're on all the social media platforms um, as the Unqualified Life Coaches. So we're on uh, Instagram and Facebook. We do have a Twitter, but we don't. neither of us check that. So unfortunately, we're never. We might have some it. crazy messages on there, man. <laughs> we might. <laughs> <laughs> People are like making suggestions for the show for content. And you're I like, man, whatever. No. <laughs> I know. We missed all of it. There's like, you know, life-changing stuff happening on Twitter and we missed it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Becky. Yeah, no problem. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Becky today. The biggest takeaway for me about starting a podcast was that no no matter how awesome your show is, it's inevitable that there's always going to be somebody out there that just doesn't gel with your podcast style or your personality. um, And some of them are actually willing to let you know it with a negative comment. You just can't let that kind of thing keep you from continuing to podcast. However, if the negative review is constructive criticism, then it's good to try to learn from it. But if it's just criticism for the sake of tearing you down, then you kind of have to let it just slide off your shoulders. The other takeaway from this interview was that I found it really important what Becky said about being authentic, Um, that it's really important to just be authentic and be you in the podcast. Don't say things just because that's what your listeners will want to hear or what you think your listeners will want to hear. Instead, I think it's important to ask questions that you want to hear the answers to um, and talk about things that you're interested in and that will definitely come through as being a lot more authentic to your listeners. All right, so I hope that you guys enjoyed today's show. Tune in next time to hear me interview Insan Lee about getting started running at age 61. Thanks for listening to the show today. I hope you found the information beneficial and that it helps you tackle your own Go Find Out goals. You can find more episodes and the show transcripts at gofindoutpodcast.com. You can also let me know what you thought of the show by tweeting me at GFO Podcast or follow me on Instagram at gofindoutpodcast. That's it for today. Now go find out.